Hey guys, my name is Johnny Artavanis, and this is Dial In. In this episode, I sit down with pastor and founder of Truth For Life, Alistair Begg, and ask him what advice he has for young people. Let's dial in. Pastor Big, I wanted to ask you maybe just what your advice or counsel or general input would be for young people today. And when I say young people, I think I'm thinking of both teenagers, young adults, people in their 20s, people my age, I'm 30. And so you can throw a lot of ages under that general category. But what are things maybe that you see in our contemporary climate that you would warn against or caution young people against? What are things that you see even in the lives of your grandchildren that uh, that you would go, hey, I wouldn't want to you to be mindful of this, things you see in your church, what would just be your input for young people today? Well, that's a, that's a wide, big, that's big a wide spectrum. There. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, just really talking off the top of my head, the, the question of identity for young people is so huge. Mm-hmm. You know, who am I? Um, and why do I matter if I matter at all? And on what basis do I have significance? Uh, is it my, um, are my looks, uh, my, my family background, my possessions? My, and the, the world of social media that I am not, I am a, a participant in, but a reluctant participant in many ways is something that I never had to deal with uh, when I was uh, a child, when I was a teenager. You know, you, the, the, there was very little influence outside of your immediate circle of friends. But now I notice that young people are constantly preoccupied with whether they are, quotes, being liked or uh, defriended or whatever it is they do to one another, which seems to me particularly for young girls to be a huge pressure. Yeah. And so one of the things we want to be able to do is to to show how it is that our identity is found in Jesus and, and in what he's done and that the plans and purposes that he has for us transcend many, many of these things. I notice, uh, for example, that now, you know, we live in the selfie generation. Yeah. The autonomy of the, of the self, you know, is is the big issue. You know, I am, I am who I want to be. I am what I believe I am. And again, that all comes back to that same issue of understanding that we've been made by God, for God, for a relationship with God that becomes ours in and through the work of the Lord Jesus Christ. And that... Uh, you know, we, we've been raised with him into heavenly place. Yeah, I mean, the whole, they, they really need to know, we need to teach young people the u- union with Christ, what it means to be in Christ. At, a, at a, another level, one of the things I want to say to young people, especially in uh, male-female relationships, boys, girls, dating, all of that stuff, Never assume that a friendship has to be more than a friendship when it begins. Mm-hmm. And I watch young people, and whether it's the pressure of the culture or whatever, I don't know, to be, well, you know, like hived off or isolated. Or I see even parents, not necessarily in a particularly helpful way, reinforcing that kind of thing. And there are people in whose company it's easy to be good. There are people in whose company it's easy to be bad. And so in in finding friends and in making friends, and particularly across um, the boundaries of gender, 
uh, these things are really important. Another thing would be um, the, the whole generation is growing up with no realistic sense of need. Yeah. Uh, that they're, I mean, humility is in short order. Mm. A, a humble perspective that doesn't push you to the front of the parade, that doesn't say, this is my, this is me, this is mine, to encourage people in that way. Um, at a far more fundamental level, I want to say to people that uh, um, if we're going to be followers of Jesus, then we have to be in his word. We've got to be meeting him on a daily basis. We've got to be uh, building um out of the scriptures, the, the kind of person that we are going to become as we as we grow. Mm -hmm. um, I want to tell guys that he who finds a wife finds what is good and receives favor from the Lord. That's helpful. I think one of the things you're saying in regards to the selfie culture, even the average teenager millennial is on their phone 7.5 hours a day. Is that right? Yeah. And then even kind of what you're saying is we live in a context that's uh, that's kind of in this fog and illusion that they're more connected to more people than at any other point in history, but they've never felt more disconnected. Right. And even when you mentioned that about the dating relationships that they kind of hive away that almost our entire life individually is lived in a silo. Then in our dating relationship, it's right. lived in silo. Right. Maybe just lastly, talk about the need for community. Yeah. The people of God, right? older godly right. influence and how young people need to find that in the local church. Yeah. Yeah. Well, absolutely they do. And part of the challenge in local churches in America is that, and I mean, I'm in a local church in totally. America, but it, I'm still British in so much of my mentality. And I still think in much smaller terms and in, you know, you don't have a luxury in Britain of being able to split into all these multiple groups mm. so that um, the, 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 the interaction between the ages happens far more readily just because of size yeah. than happens here. It seems to me that we have to be almost intentional about it here. So the youth group prays, but they pray youth group prayers. Yeah. Uh, the senior citizens group on Tuesday prays, they pray old people's prayers. Yeah. Um, but the old people need to be um, energized and flavored by the very often open and unguarded way in which the young, young people, people tend are, to yeah. pray and and vice versa. Yeah. That, that you learn to pray by praying and praying with people. Yeah. And you learn what matters in the company of those who are, you know, a few, a few steps further down the road than you. Yeah. And so that whole idea, you know, the, the Pauline uh, perspective of, uh, of Timothy is so vitally important. Yeah. And I think many of us as older folks don't realize how much the young people really do covet our um, concerns, interaction, yeah. and yeah. and offer, and so we we hold back from it. Well, I don't want to be an interfering old person. Yeah. And then the young person maybe find themselves saying, "I, I wish I was bold enough to approach so that I could yeah. engage." No, that's, that's helpful because I think my life has been so shaped by people that are older than me. Right. And you're right; there is kind of this huddling of demographics now right. even within healthy churches yeah. at times it can be the older people hang over here and the younger people are here and they pool their ignorance and the older people pool their uh, kind of 
you know, the young yeah. people. Yeah. Um, so I think obviously that integration is both biblical and needed for young people today. And one of the, one of the things that goes around all the time, you get it in Christianity Today or whatever magazines come out, all about uh, the drop-off rate of young people. Yeah. And I'm not convinced by those arguments. Many of those, many of those young people have never been, quotes in church. Yeah. They've never been in church. They've been in a group. They've gone through their own demographic. And they went off to university again into their own demographic. And if they go into an environment where there is no godly influence or instruction at all, then why why would they start going to that church? Yeah. Because they never, ever did. Yeah, they've been attending a show their That's, entire life. Yeah, they've been, yeah. yeah. And so that, again, is the, the pastor has the responsibility to be to be teaching the congregation and the, the parents in the congregation what it means to do the hard work, do, uh, you know, uh, Deuteronomy 6, yeah. to have these things upon your heart and teach them to your children when you walk along the road, when you lie down and when you get up. And when that isn't being done and the, the, the idea is that some bright youth pastor, no matter how good he is, will take care of it. When that's when that system goes away, then you got nothing left. Yeah. There's nothing there. So it's an argument, actually, again, for the integration of church life, in, especially in the worship community. Yeah. No, I think that's, and it's helpful because we do say 80% of people leave the church and yeah. they've been in something that's been catering to them, trying right. to attract them and entertain them their right. entire life. Yeah. And then they get to a church and they're 22 and they go, what is this? Yeah. So, no, I think that's really helpful. And um I'm sure your input will be welcomed by many people. So thank you so much, Pastor Big. My privilege. 